Hello, and thank you for joining us for Calculated Risks, an Eberron adventure. This is episode 14 already. Holy cow, a clockwork clusterfuck. Hey, everybody. Yeah. All right, so um, we're going to skip introductions because it's episode 14, and everybody mm. should know who the hell you are already. Um, <laughs> uh, we will obviously uh, have some time at the back end to talk about stuff coming up. I did inform them about the uh, upcoming season break. And um, there was some confusion. Are we back? We're back on on the 20th of April, right? Uh, Quick, somebody look it up. Because I, I didn't write no it down. I have no idea. I didn't write anything down. Well, <laughs> I, don't even know. Didn't. Yeah. I don't even know when we take the, the break. Two people who, the two people who make their goddamn living by words <laughs> didn't write down a fucking thing. We didn't take notes. We're bad people. Oh, uh, you, you, guys are, you guys are back from where you were going by the 20th, right? Alina I think I will be, yeah. Cool. Alina yeah. and Mike, you guys, you guys were going somewhere, weren't you? No. Like the sixth, you had something going on. I said I might be away in April on the sixth, yeah, for a weekend, but I'm not going. Oh, it's not going to be okay. So I was it, supposed to be in Crete for a weekend, but it got delayed. Oh, gotcha. Well, theoretically, we'll be back on the twentieth. I guess is the is the catchy headline. But and when do we take a break? Sorry. Uh, we start our break on the tw on the twenty third. Is our last day of filming? I think. Okay. Yeah. So um, after next Friday. Yep, next okay. week. Next week we have game at regular time, and then we're off for three weeks. So. Okay, great. We're I'm, so prepared. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Don't <laughs> oh, feel you kidding? Don't, don't feel bad. I didn't. Here. I didn't know either. I've been, I've been writing a character. I've been writing a character a level behind you guys. It's. Hmm. Oh, you guys just leveled last week, so you didn't. Miss oh, was it last yeah. week? Yeah. yeah it was last oh, week. Jesus. You I thought it was. What? <laughs> Travis, what are you doing? What level are we supposed to? Six. Was it last week no. or the week before I had you guys level? It was a few weeks ago. Oh. It was two weeks ago and we leveled to six. Oops. Yeah, see? I didn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, whole, that whole fight with the chickens? Uh, you were level behind. Or the, sorry, the Aarakocra. That's all right. I wasn't really doing anything anyway. I was running around with no pants on. I wasn't, you know. We're gonna get we're gonna get angry emails from the ACLU, the Aarakocra uh, Civil Liberties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're gonna send us like protest memes about how they're not chickens. Um, this is uncalled for. <laughs> Your behavior's on the coming of a... <laughs> okay. now, that we've, now that we've mocked that, that, the bird people. That, that, noise, that noise you hear is us going straight to hell. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the vacuum of hell pulling yep. us in. Um, so, while Bob, while Bob finishes picking his spells, um, let's pick up right where we were, which was that... Uh, Anu was having a conversation um, with Captain oh, Myla yes. in the mm. captain's quarters. Conversation. Yeah. Anu had just discovered she had boobs and she was kind of crazy. She just noticed. That's where we were. Just noticed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because up till that point he was angry with her, so he didn't and, quite notice that. And the last thing she had said to Anu was um, there are very few things in the plains that I fear. Cressmar is one of them. And that's where we wrapped game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anu was just, because she leaned forward, Anu was 
pretty much staring in her cleavage. <laughs> she uh, kind of licking, kind of licking his lips, and then he says, "Well, then I guess I'm happy he's on our side." It's a good point. She uh, go ahead and make an insight check, Anna. Ins- oh God, no, not insight. <laughs> I am stunned by this whole revelation. Seven. <laughs> that was sucked at the inside. Yeah. I just. Oh god. She uh she snaps her fingers in front of her cleavage and waves her hand. <laughs> Points up at her eyes. Says, "I'm up. I'm up here. I'm flattered and all, but." Uh, I would just arches on eyebrow and says, "Well." You lean over. They, they're kind of distracting. I'm sorry. You're beautiful, but why don't oh, Anu's, a ra- Anu's a raging sexist? <laughs> why don't you make a, why don't you make a uh, charisma persuasion check? Oh, persuasion! I might have a chance. Minor, but oh well. Twenty natural twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god <laughs> she she <clears throat> she blushes a bit Obviously. and she says that's very kind of you to say good sir but um oh screw it and she throws herself at Anu um <laughs> I'm just kidding. Gurius Gurius is standing there going I my Gary, job My well, job is there is when well, are you there? Well no, you're outside. You're outside. They went to the quarters, oh, no, just the two of them. Yeah, no, just the two oh, of them went in the quarters. Shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. I'm going then have fun. <laughs> can, can I hear any of this? Uh like, make a, make the, a perception check, uh Thumps and we'll, say, we'll say with advantage. Uh, you guys had been speaking previously in the helm room. So Which you're is like right next door. You're right under. So go ahead and make a perception oh, right check. <laughs> oh, please let there be a broomstick and please let me roll well on this. Perception. Holy hell. That'll do. That's a 22. Okay. Um... For for the briefest of seconds, you think they might have gotten into a fight. Uh, <laughs> then it like so as you turn to like head toward the door, it rapidly occurs to you that's not fighting sounds. Ah, yes. <laughs> hey, Cressima, I've got a great joke for you. No. <laughs> right, Cressima, do you? By the way, I'm uh, checking the room for the world of the star charts, whatever. Okay, okay. Equipment there is around. All right, so you're you're looking at the star charts while Garius is speaking. Do you think, Krasimov, that we should maybe? You think he's in trouble? Or should we? I mean, I'm kind of. This is the first this has happened. Since I've known him, and I don't want to ruin his fun, but I'm kind of worried. What do you think? 
What, did you say something? Never mind. <laughs> um, I just... Shortly glance away from the start. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I need to look something up. Sure. While you're looking something up, um, Cressmark, give me a... Uh, let's do a history check, if you don't mind. <laughs> 28. Okay. Um, you, uh, as you're looking at these star charts, uh, you start to get a sense of um, familiarity with them. A sense that uh, you've seen all this before. And you start to sort of put together connections and figure out equations of travel between the various points. And then you're interrupted by the bard talking and you sort of pull yourself out of it and look back over. And when you look back over, you can see almost as if they're floating above the charts, these various lines of equations that it's as if they're crafted in glowing draconic script just floating in front of the charts and you can totally understand everything it's all uh effectively teleportation magic that that you can read and can wrap your head around you know you can't execute it but you understand it completely like flawlessly for for just just a moment of insight Is there uh, any way to use the devices on the ship to just glance into other dimensions, or uh, do you have to teleport the entire thing? Um, there's nothing that you can see that would allow you to like scry ahead. Um, as near as you can tell, the most important thing is to have like accurate calculation of where you want to be <laughs> so if you screw that math up you're in bad 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 shape is Crestamar a navigator uh no oh thank god because spice you don't want that stuff <laughs> <laughs> I was say, if his eyes start to glow blue within blue and his hands get webbed and he starts to swim, or, no, no, you don't, don't fuck with guild navigators. It has to flow. <laughs> no, but uh, here's the quiz Adarak. You can make a perception check, though, if you'd like, uh, actually, for Gurius, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Um, before I do, or we'll do we'll do this first. Sure. Perception. Watch, I'll roll like crap for this one. Ha! <laughs> receive. Oh, yeah. You certainly so, don't. You know, with the modifier, it's a total of four. Right on. Yeah, you certainly don't notice anything uh, unusual. Yeah, I just kind of glanced over. I would like to point out again that the only time in 
the history of this game that Anu rolled the natural 20 was for charisma. Nay, no, that's, hey. that's good. <laughs> so you answer don't, over... Don't horn in on my turf. Remember and figure out any possible destinations that can be oh, dialed in. Hold on one second, what were you trying to, what were you going to say, Bob? I was going to say, um, I, I glance over at, at Kresimar, and he's just kind of sitting there in a trance. I don't really, you know, whatever. Must be high or drunk or whatever. So I'm going to, since, since I don't have to see the point within 15 feet that, oh, that this spell accomplishes, I'm going to cast Zone of Truth right underneath Anu. Or where I what suspect Anu to be. Oh, just something. pointing up and casting Zone of Truth? That's yep. that's hilarious. Um, what? <laughs> it just means that you that you're compelled to answer questions honestly. Um, you, you you cannot you cannot deliberately speak a lie. Yeah. Oh, that's okay, because Anu doesn't like to lie. <laughs> what's the? Uh, oh, yes, but the captain. It to my the captain, however, might right. So what's what's the? Uh, What's the save on it, that? It's a charisma if they start their turn in the zone, which is 15 feet okay. uh, within 60, and it's DC 14 charisma. Now, is that a charm effect? I, good question. It is, it does not say anything about charm. Okay, it does not create the charmed condition. It is, uh, it is enchantment, and it doesn't, Nope. All right. Yeah, on, cool. until the spell ends, a creature that enters a spell area for the first time or on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, a creature can't speak a deliberate lie while in the radius. Okay. Cool. Um, I don't expect... And an affected creature is aware of the spell and can thus avoid answering questions to which it would normally respond with a lie, such as, was it good for you? <laughs> so, on, on that note, uh, Anu, why don't you go ahead and make that save as well? Uh, so what, what am I rolling for, charisma? Uh, yeah, it's a charisma saving throw. So if you have that saving throw proficiency, Oh, which I have I advantage on all saving throws, by the way. Oh, but from your, uh, well, that's from armor, right? Uh, I have no idea where it is. It just says so under abilities. Um, I think that's from armor you're wearing. It's possible. That I don't, that I'm going to rule you're not currently wearing. Well, that would be uh, I don't know where it is. Wait, <laughs> let me just check. That would be it ouchy. says there's going to be some parentheses under advantages on saving pros and then that it will say exactly what kind of thing. It'll say what kind, but it won't say where it comes from. Oh, no, it's made to maintain your concentration on a spell when you take damage. Oh, yeah. That's that, all that it says. Yeah, that doesn't affect this then. So just uh, go ahead okay. and make a standard uh, standard charisma. charisma save. Yep. 12. Oh, okay. Um, and what's your save DC, Garius? 14. Excellent. So you're you're you are affected by the zone of truth, uh, and you know it. Obviously. And so is uh, so is and you can hear, the captain. You can hear me snickering. <laughs> yeah, you can probably hear some giggles from below. Um, she's not inclined to ask you a whole lot of questions at the moment. Um, <laughs> no, she's not. You can certainly ask her questions if you want to. At this but, point, it's been too long. He'll ask questions. How does the spell 
How long does that, that spell last? Good question. That is a good question. Uh, ten minutes. Oh, right on. Oh, enough for like three goes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, ten that's minutes. That's kind of complicated. That's kind of complicated. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough time to eat the pizza. No, because he was thinking like, I mean, if he gets her blissed out and under the spell, but not enough time to get there. He's not. He's not quick about you it. You can certainly try. He's not quick about it. I'm learning more and more about this guy the further we go. I'm, I'm, this is fun. He's a nobleman. He no, a... grew up with careers and stuff. He learned all there was to know about pleasure. Right, he so won't he, be quick. So he's taking his time. He's, he's, he's not well, going he to gonna rush the issue. He's, he's just thinking that will have a better effect than... Glorious lame spell anyway. <laughs> well, now is she, Travis? I should have taken catnap. You should have taken catnap. Um, <laughs> all right, so you're uh, you're I'll focusing. Into it, so yeah, no. You're focusing. All right, you're focusing your zone of truth up there. Um, you hear various noises. None of them sound particularly conversational. Um, <laughs> You, uh, Kresmar, you were looking to see if you could plot destinations? Yeah, and what destinations I put? Um, it occurs to you as you're looking this over, uh, I guess give me an arcana check, if you don't mind. Eleven. Okay. You can certainly reach any of the planes that you are familiar with in the uh, in the standard cosmology of Eberron. So you can go anywhere um, in the in the three dragons, Sybaris, uh, Eberron, or, or uh, Kyber. Um, it'll go anywhere in those locations. It will also go, let me look the map up here real quick. Let's see exactly how it's phrased here. So you can go to any of the planes of existence that are cosmologically standard. Um, you also can go to planes that you have never heard of. Uh, and it, it also indicates to you that it can travel to other destinations on the material plane without having to cross intervening planes. So the way the planes of existence are laid out in Eberron is you basically have the material plane, which is where, where you are, the physical realm, a plane of shadow and an ethereal plane, right, sort of overlapping it. The astral plane surrounds that, and then there are various planes of existence that sort of orbit it, and each one is tied to one of Eberron's moons. Now, so getting to any of those is fine. Um, you know, the plane of ice, uh, the endless night, the twilight forest, all those you can get to relatively easily. Uh, you also see things that, destinations marked in there that don't make a whole lot of sense to you. Um, places like Isgard and 
um, <clears throat> Carcery and Sigil and names that you've not ever heard of. Uh, realm space. Um, various different locations that are beyond your expertise. But even knowing that you don't know them and you're not familiar with them, there's a sense of familiarity, almost like deja vu. Like, you know you don't know these things, but you feel like you know these things. What a creepy feeling that is, too. Mm -hmm. Trying to stare above the chart, look at Gurius and say, Hey, Gurius, ever mm -hmm. wanted to go to Garcery? Sounds like a nice place. <laughs> yeah, it does kind of. Sounds like an island somewhere. <laughs> yeah, you know, scantily clad native girls and all that. Yeah. Find a postcard or something. Just some notes. Huh. Yeah, sounds like fun. Maybe oh, when, when we have some free, free time, maybe check it out. No, why not? I'll come along. So, uh, uh. <coughs> about 45 minutes or so passes. Um, <laughs> what are, uh, are you guys just hanging out down there and checking out the star chart and uh, looking around, or are you guys going to go do anything else during that? Downtime. I suppose because nothing interesting is coming out of the zone of truth. I'm not hearing any shouts or thrown crockery. I guess I'll just drop the zone and cease concentrating on it and think, well, there's one practical joke that went to shit. <laughs> and I'll uh, wander out on deck. I mean, all right, you wander out on deck. Uh, Alina. Yes? If... I could persuade you to check your Facebook instant messenger real quick. Um, um, uh oh. Okay. <laughs> this is like so the high tech ver version of passing notes like we used to do. <laughs> Am I need... supposed to see something? Uh, you will as soon as I get your Facebook brought up, yeah. Oh, oh dear. So, um, though no questions were asked, and though. Uh, no quarter given. <laughs> Though you were... I said I wasn't going to ask questions. I said I was just going to ask, wait to give her a few orgasms before I ask her anything. Right. But what I'm saying, though, is early on, when, uh, mm -hmm. when the zone of truth is still active, although no questions are asked, there is a uh, moment uh, when it is most opportune um, that she whispers into your ear. Oh, dear. <laughs> so yeah, we're passing notes, sorry. Uh, uh, I'm not terrified now. We never did quite establish whether or not player versus player was legal in this game. <laughs> no, just a little piece of information. Um, so yeah, yeah, joy. That's what she... <laughs> okay. That's what she whispers in your ear. Um, so, 
Yeah, you, you head back up to the deck. Um, as you do, uh, your view is kind of obscured because you're behind the wall of the, of the Cloud Castle. Because they're uh, they're giving you guys the lift. Right. Um, and you see a couple of the Arakakra like standing guard on on one of the on just on the outer wall, sort of looking around. What what time of day is it? Morning, afternoon? Uh, now it's like early <coughs> evening. You're you, ah. you're you're guessing by the position of the sun. You're probably not far, actually, from the shore of Stormreach. Oh wow! Okay. Evening, fellas. How's tricks? And I'll wave to the blades. Evening. Everything quiet? Yeah, yeah, quiet. Lovely. That I shall just pull out my lute and begin and begin composing, I don't know, some sort of song. Excellent. What exactly that song will be, we'll wait on what I find out you guys are going to do to me after <laughs> passing all those notes back and forth. <laughs> I can I can bet whatever you want. It's going to turn into a love song so that you can get like a second go around. Oh, hey. nice. Your new con conquest. Hey, you have, you know, you got time. You could go pay uh, <laughs> hey. a nice visit. <laughs> I, yeah, I, when I titled this episode, I wasn't trying to be literal. <laughs> all right, so uh, throughout all this, Cressmar is just staying there absorbing these the star chart information. Is there anything else that you wanted to do? Uh, prior to the uh, emergence of the captain and Annie? Try to digest as much as the, of the information as possible. Okay, are you taking any notes or are you just uh, committing it to memory? So I can do both, but trying to get as much in as, as quickly as possible. Okay, yeah, so you're just kind of noting stuff down, running around, looking at everything. Um, as you uh, get to one particular area, um, a series of directions that leads to uh, the fairy realms, the referred to in here as the Feywild, which is a term you've heard, um, but it's not often used. Uh, more appropriately, fairies are referred to as coming from Thelanus Anabaron, the fairy court. Uh, but you've heard some people use the term Feywild almost interchangeably with it. Uh, the destination here is definitely different. And when you, when you see that destination in that equation, um, you have kind of a gut reaction of almost like reeling back, like there's a bad memory tied to it. Go ahead and give me a history check real quick. 
14. Okay. You have a flash in your mind. You're standing in that same like glade where you were speaking with, with the dragon. And you feel sort of like dizzy almost. And there's this bitter, like dairy product that has gone bad kind of taste in your mouth all of a sudden. And you feel your flesh start to tighten on your bones. And your muscles start to go tight and sort of collapse in on themselves. You feel your ribs break and like crunch and shove inward and realign and break and crunch and shove inward and realign. You feel yourself fall to the ground and start shaking. And then you snap out of it. And you're laying on the ground, but otherwise fine, unharmed. Just blink a few times. <laughs> okay. Oof. So about this time, um, I know you've completed your task. Um, you guys are sitting. Uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy for that plus eight on athletics, right? About <laughs> hey, so is she. Um, so you guys are uh, sitting in her bed, um, and she says, uh, "I just you seem." Though, maybe a little arrogant, you seem like you have a noble cause. And I would hate to see you get damaged being caught up with Cressmar. Well, just because I'm afraid of what might happen if it goes full dragon on me, that doesn't mean I can just abandon a friend. I'll just be careful. That's fair. Also, says, the man who, says the man who didn't wear a condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> also what? How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> because you didn't say you were. <laughs> Don't worry, she's an elf. She can just... Turn into a dude if it, you know, if she's worried about getting pregnant. Ew. <laughs> I know that mine, as long as she's too gorgeous. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I totally interrupted. <laughs> so on, on that note, <clears throat> yeah, she says, um, just be mindful Based on my past experiences with Kresmar, if he gets on a crusade, um, there's collateral damage. I understand that, but I've not heard of any crusade with no collateral damage. 
whatever the cause, there's always innocence getting caught in the crossfires. You learn that. It's like royalty 101. Fair enough. Well, I, I've done my bit. I've informed you. So I do thank you for giving me all this information. I'll do my best to keep whatever collateral damage happens to a minimum. Good. And if I you... have to ask you something. Sure. Anything. Uh, how high act you have? Is that an act or are you actually drinking something? Is that... I'm starting to believe it's a bit of a defense mechanism. I mean, I might play a little bit more inebriated than I am, but um, <clears throat> I, I mean, I am drinking. This is a, a Ladrin Nectar. Um, it allows us to open our minds and free our perceptions and control our level of impairment. Mm, I thought so. After all the story about the magical ship that goes in between dimensions. Yeah, we're we're a, other species often find us strange. Well, I find it clever, but well, thank you. I, I can see. That. I can see why how it could come across as, as strange. Well, you know. The, it's a fascinating thing, the humanoid mind. We grow f very accustomed to our experience in a very short time. And when things step outside that... I'm sorry. I'm mm. sorry, my dog is splashing all over. Oh, nice. Hot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Damn drip. Um, no, it says, uh, you know, our, as, as we grow, we start to think that we know everything there is to know about the world and we know how it works and we know how things are. Um, and it's easy for short-lived species, especially to, I guess, get cynical and make dangerous assumptions about the world so you know people think we're people think my people are strange because we live a long time and we come from a place that uh maybe isn't familiar maybe is outside of their experiences but you know i find that it pays off for people that i am interacting with to view me as being less capable than i am So pissed me off for a while there when I thought that. Well, I apologize. Wasn't exactly oh, okay. my intent, but you know, you have to understand too, you're a noble whose servants negotiated this trip. Made it sound very much like you were coming here to run an errand and you know, this was going to be kind of a pleasure cruise. And then you come on here with a very dangerous creature and we get, uh, you know, attacked pretty much right away. I had to sort of fill you out. 
I uh, <laughs> guess I would have. I guess I should have asked more directly. <clears throat> Saved us some time. It's all good. Tux was doing their best. Um, it it helps sometimes to play the card of the eccentric nobleman. I mean, all the jewelry and makeup helps with that. But uh, apparently, even my family thinks I'm more capable than most everybody thinks. So, what can you do? I well, think we're liking that. Well, I think we are. <clears throat> I think we are. And, you know, I'm just now getting to know you, so I'd hate to see... Uh, I just would hate to see you get caught up in something bigger than you might realize. <laughs> Oh, I'm starting to realize how big it could be in the worst case scenario, and I'm not liking it much, but I'm not one to back away just because it might be dangerous, so... She says, well, we are a lot alike. I thought the same thing about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully that gamble paid off. <laughs> about that time you hear, uh, you hear the burly voice of one of the tieflings. Land ho! Start echoing around there, shouting land ho everywhere. She says, oh, I guess I should probably put on some pants. If you must. Yeah, the crew might... Okay. The crew might take exception to me, you know, running around naked. <laughs> what? You don't want to follow in <laughs> you should have heard the kobolds talking about that. I don't know if they've ever seen a humanoid without pants on before, and they were just dumbfounded. <laughs> well, it's, it has saved their life, so I think it was okay. It's, it's enhanced but, yeah. their life experience. <laughs> Everyone has to learn something. Yes, exactly. Um, so she gets up, gets dressed. Uh, Kresmar, as you're sort of picking yourself up off the floor and adjusting to your surroundings, um, you hear the cry of Lanho. Hello, Dick. Hello, Dick. Hello, Dick. Okay. Hello, okay. is going to do the same and try to find his friends. Although he's kind of disappointed, he was he was hoping for a little more more time. Indeed, but there's always yeah. there's always next Just, time. Yeah, just to feel up for the, you know, many ways he could die horribly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get, get, get a little something positive to think of. Um, so you guys uh, come, you guys all make no, your way up. No, it's not, it's not something positive to think of. It's one reason to keep fighting. Oh, you know? well, you got, you see, now you've got a reason, though, because you didn't get enough time. So you got to get back, like, there's an elaborate I have to get back to. Um so you guys get up top deck, and Gurius is sitting there strumming away. Um, she says, uh, Miley says, all right, so I think we're going to disembark from the Cloud Castle before we get within their controlled airspace um, and move over to the landing pattern. Um, I will drop you guys off at the Skyport, and I will... Do you want me to wait and see if you can make it back here in the next four or five days? 
can, can we finish things that fast? I, weren't we supposed to first look for the cure and then find the... I mean, that was the, the that was the plan you guys were talking about. So, the, realistically speaking, um, you think it's highly unlikely okay. that it will go that fast. Thank you for the offer, but um, I don't think we'll be able to return that fast. I'd Unless rather we you... hire adventurers to get ingredients. With what money? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I'm broke. We all spent it. We all spent it on you know gear and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shit. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. <laughs> we all did. That's so, true. Um, she says, "Well, I will go uh, deal with what I have to deal with on Athos, and then I will return here to the Skyport." Um, sounds wonderful. And uh, can't wait. Travels to you. Watch out, Anel. Athos, I heard there was some. Dangerous king called Kalek in here. She nods. I, w I will be careful. She uh, hands you hands Anu a rune send stone. Um, Aww. And says. <laughs> Call uh, me baby. <laughs> <laughs> she says, I'll. Uh, <laughs> Here's my room stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the other elves. Here's my room stone. Call me maybe. Yeah, so she has <laughs> She has the room. I'm sure you can. <laughs> um, she hands you the rune stone and uh, scrolls out her rune code on it. Uh, or on a piece of paper and gives it to you as well. She says, uh, I will call you when I get back from Athos and figure out where you guys are and maybe we can meet up. Thank you. That sounds perfect. Beautiful. We appreciate your concern. Um, she... Now, before before we go any further, who wants to bet she's going to call at one point where we can't answer? <laughs> <laughs> We're taking odds on whether or not you guys will be able to answer the phone. It's 20 to 1 that you'll be able to answer the phone. Um, no, uh, the uh, Arakakra sort of wave you guys off as the crew starts to disembark the ship from the uh, cloud castle. And your flight over is relatively uneventful. You have to fly out over the sea and come back in at the appropriate landing pattern. Um, so that adds about an hour before you're able to get... Uh, to Stormreach, but as soon as you start going, like as soon as you clear the wall of the of the castle, you can see Stormreach out in front of you, and it's beautiful and grandiose in a very different way than Sharn is. So, like you're used to seeing, you know, I mean, I don't know how often you've seen the spires of Sharn from away from from outside of it, anyway. But you're used to looking out over the Sharn skyline, you know, from the towers and seeing sort of this vast metropolis beneath you. Um, but a lot of it is darker, grittier, um, just more urban, more lived in, more city-like Sharn is. Um, but as you're rounding and looking over Stormreach, everything is vibrant, bright colors. 
Um, and and there are you can tell from the sky, like you can see the neighborhoods where it's just this cosmopolitan array of, of people um, sort of grouped in a neighborhood. Imagine almost like a, <clears throat> like a New York city style melting pot where, you know, you've got your, your bugbear block and your goblin block. And you know, these three blocks over here are where all the marrow live and, and all of their neighborhoods are uh, built and decorated very yeah very heavily in their uh in their people's culture so it's it's really like kind of flying over like a microcosm of eberron itself in this in this city and it's Stormreach isn't small by any stretch it's there's a very large bay that probably holds about 150 ships um and the city just wraps around it and then goes in for probably about two to three miles before you hit the outer wall of Stormreach. So it's a it's a big place. Um, and as you guys are coming to the uh, Skyship Spire, you can see this massive secure building that's right at the base of the spire. And on the roof of the building, you can see the, um, the uh, symbol of House Kandarik. Uh, and they're the, they handle the banking and money lending and things like that. So your skyship is going to land right above the Kandarik Bank. Um, when you... It's, it's everywhere you want to be. They are, yeah. <laughs> Effectively. Um, you can do things with the, through the Kandarik Bank, like deposit money in, you know, Sharn and withdraw it in Stormreach. Um, stuff like that. You can deposit magic items in Sharn and withdraw them in Stormreach as well. And vice versa. Um that's handy. Yeah, teleport, teleportation uh, enabled safety deposit boxes, stuff like that. Um, so you guys fly up to the spire, uh, the ship docks. There's no like actual landing. They just sort of there's four spots at the spire for it to uh, for a ship to float next to and put a dock out, uh, and that's what you guys do. The crew collects your belongings, carries them to the edge. Um, Miley says, have you made arrangements for a place to stay? Uh, I don't believe we have. Okay. As um, far as I remember, we haven't made any arrangements. Come change me. Here's my root stone. Call me, maybe. That'll be on Bob's uh, SoundCloud. Um. <laughs> I missed you so bad. I missed you so, so bad. Boy, you came in on my airship. Missed you so bad. I missed you so, so bad. We definitely need to release that on SoundCloud or something. She says, uh, <laughs> Miley Sorry. says, uh, oh, no, that's great. I love it. Um, I'm not Miley, that's Carly Rae Jepsen. Uh, that is, yes. But, uh... <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh... Drum kitch across the room where I could have accommodated that, too. Yeah, that, that would be... <laughs> so you gotta just keep it real close, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna have to bring, bring a snare drum and a cymbal over here. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. You're good. Um, it's all good. We're having fun. Miley uh, suggests uh, the Phoenix Tavern, which is an inn that's 
not far from the um, not far from the Kandarak Bank. Uh, she says it's a bit on the pricey side, but it's probably the safest and definitely one of the most comfortable inns in Stormreach. Great, thank you for that suggestion. Anu is already perking up when he hears comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can trick himself into thinking it's luxurious. Druid friendly, it's druid friendly. We don't have any money, we can always sleep in the streets. I have a bedroom. I, I have a spell now that'll take care of that. That's true. We do have, we do have some money left though, right? I mean... Yeah, I've I got do. money left. Yeah, I don't think Not, you guys are you know, A lot. I mean, but... I'm so happy now. After six, I can pay for all of you for a night or two. You <laughs> 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 feel magnanimous and everything. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I think it's real generous after he's, after he's after uh, he's unloaded. If you don't have money, if you have money, I'll just buy a drink. Uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I can always play for drinks. I don't, you know. So you guys are. Uh, you can actually play for a play. Or do you have entertainer background? Yep. Okay, so or do you, I? You... Is it urchin or entertainer? I always forget. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, entertainer. Yeah, so you could actually play for your guy, all your guys' room and board if you wanted to. Hell yeah! All right. Yay. Um, so you guys go down to... Uh, you guys disembark from the boat. Um, both of uh, Gurius and Anu are seen off fondly uh, by their ladies' fair who, um, <laughs> you know, bid them goodbye with a sweet kiss and wave their hankies at you as you leave. Um, I want to love somebody. No, they don't. I mean, the captain surely doesn't. I, I mean, I can, I can buy the kids, but the rest not. <laughs> yeah, she's probably not. Ta-ta! Uh, no, but, um, but Vice is, though. Uh, Vice, is, yeah. Vice is whipped. It's very clear to Gurius at this point that Vice is ready to get married. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so you guys head down the, um, head down the spire. Uh, as soon as you get to the base of the spire uh, outside of uh, Kandarak Bank, um, the place is just, the streets are just crowded, shoulder to shoulder. There's people everywhere. Every race that you've ever seen and several that you haven't. Um, tra- nice. the, the, the walking pace around here is super bustling, uh, you know, just very... Um, New York. You know, New York. Very get out of the way. Very, you know, you know, people will run you over if you don't start moving. What are you it. doing? What are you <laughs> doing? Move wait, along. Wait, hey, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Go to the right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Believe me. Country boy from Pennsylvania tried to walk in Manhattan the first time. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. People got places to be, man. That's <laughs> yeah. Well, nice, nicest people you ever want to meet. They are. Like, yeah. go, in a, go in a coffee shop, like in a Starbucks or something, wait in line. You can have a great conversation, but have your fucking money ready when it comes time to pay. Right, right. Well, and I will also say... Out of all the places I've ever been lost, New York City is the nicest place to ask for directions. Mm. Everybody will tell you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And they'll tell you right where to go. <laughs> but it's very, it's got that vibe. It's very packed. Yeah. It's very awesome. boisterous. It's very, very, you know. at home. Yeah. You see, like, uh, you know, people going by, like, four servants carrying somebody by on a litter. Um, you see, yeah, there's... Uh, 
like somebody riding a bicycle and they're ringing their little bell. Hey, move out of the way. You know, uh, like a gnome on a bicycle. Um, uh, I can just picture a gnome <laughs> on this giant Right, like it's like eight feet in the air. <laughs> Huge pedals on it. I can now. So yeah, the Phoenix Tavern is like two blocks from where you guys are at. So you just have to navigate that two blocks to get there. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> do I do I know where it is? Um, like, yeah. do I think I can find it? You're pretty sure you can find it. You're given. You were told come off the spire, take a right, and walk down two blocks, and you'll see it. So okay. And there's there's a crowd here. Yeah, it's a pretty big crowd. All right, I'm going to use my loot, cast fly, and nice. I'll see you guys. See ya. <laughs> he flies over the crowd towards the bar. Anna <laughs> <laughs> just looks at Chrisomar and then looks after Gurius, and he says, "That was like a total waste of a spell, right there." <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Um, yeah, I was gonna buy. I was gonna buy a broom of flying just for giggles. That would have been funny. <laughs> After uh, you, well, you arrive first, Gurius, and when you go in there, um, the Phoenix Tavern, the 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 main room itself um, is kind of what you would imagine, like the the inn from Beauty and the Beast. Right, it's all all very uh, sort of rustic looking, but well maintained uh, woodwork. You know, it's all waxed and polished and stuff like that. Oh, nice. There's nice. a nice hearth fire going. Um, several uh, several soldiers are sitting around, uh, as well as uh, a number of paladins, um, both from Church of the Silver Flame. Uh, and from the um, other church that's name that's name is escaping me right now, but there are paladins from both churches there. Um, <laughs> and you know what? Now you've said it, I can't think of it either. Right? I know everybody's gonna brain fart on it now because we haven't been using yeah. it. Um, I should I should know this because I was considering being a paladin a while. Yeah, it's before the. I on a fighter, I can't remember anything. Oh, it's it's gonna kill me now. I'm gonna have to look it up. But while well, I'm Sovereign looking at host, sovereign host. Thank you, sovereign host. Yeah, so there's, there's I, only know, I only know anything about Eberron from playing Dungeons and Dragons online for like the past eight years. <laughs> well, well, then so, Stormreach ought to be fairly familiar to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah Stormreach I got. Sharn, not so much. <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's uh, Paladins of the Sovereign Host, uh, Paladins of the Silver Flame. Um, a number of just workaday commoner folk. Um hmm. So a place that has you know, middling yet positive reviews on Yelp. Yeah, I mean, it, okay. the 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 common house seems to be that. You can see now as you look past uh, the main room, uh, the area where it leads off. You see two doors that lead out of the main room. One of them okay. leads to what looks like it might be uh, like a game hall of okay. some sort. Um, the other leads to what you're assuming is the rooms. There are two men uh, standing, human, um, standing outside of the game hall, and they're like taking 
admission as people come up to it, you know? Um, I see. They're armed, but they don't look particularly threatening or particularly capable. You know, they look like kind of what you'd expect from like a city guard. Right. Uh, the area that leads to the rooms is guarded by one warforged who's about twice as wide as the door itself. <laughs> and he has nice. very clearly on display. He's standing just hands in front of him, kind of doing like the, the gorilla bouncer sort of pose. Um, but it's very clear that he has uh, definitely a blade installed in his upper arm that can that can be brought out to fire at any time. And on the yeah. opposite, in his upper right arm, and, and on his left shoulder, you can see a cannon that's sort of like up pointed up at the sky and it's very clearly automated so if he so needs to he can just beauty and the beast meets gundam wing <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little bit a little bit um so yeah you walk in on the scene um what does gurius do because he's got a couple of minutes before the others get there is there a performance area like do i see a dais or something in this common room yes there's a there's like a little stage off in the back corner that's presently unoccupied Good. I will occupy it and begin tuning my lute. Excellent. You just sit down and start tuning your lute. Beautiful. Um, while we're while you guys are walking through the city, lugging your your bags and, and whatnot, um, I'd like you both to give me. Uh, well, what is your passive perception scores? Twelve for me. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Um. Neither one of you, you're walking along, you keep getting bumped into, it's very crowded, things are a bit of a stressful mess. Um, Not going well. I would like Cressmar to make a perception check, please. At disadvantage. Ooh. check. Excellent. Um, you get bumped into, and you don't think much of it. You get like four steps and realize that your waist is like a little bit lighter. Whatever purse you were carrying or, or uh, coinage you were carrying seems to have been cut fairly recently. You look over your shoulder and you see a small humanoid sort of running away. Uh, clearly tucking something into their pocket. Cast a spell! Cast a spell! I'm going, yeah. Stop <laughs> Fire. thief! Fireball. What? You show, stop thief? What are you going to cast at him? Command. Stop <laughs> <laughs> right it. there, scoundrel. <laughs> I love it. And so he has to make a save, right? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Wisdom 12. Wisdom 12? Not with that roll. 
right. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to look it up, but I decided not to. Uh, he stops, dead in his tracks, looks over his shoulder at you. You catch a flare of a long green ear, green skin, just the littlest bit of the sharp teeth at the edge of his mouth. He's probably about three, three and a half feet tall. <laughs> Ugliest halfling I've ever seen. <laughs> I haven't seen him because you're running away. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's right. It's valid. Um, I split, split the party. <laughs> you gonna? What would you like to do? He's he stopped. So. I'm going to go over and demand my purse back. All right, you walk over and. Can um, I go with him? Absolutely, like, yeah, yeah. For menacing purposes. Yeah, you walk over and sort of just be as broad as you can be, and um, <laughs> he looks up at you, and this is very clearly an elderly goblin. Looks like he's probably about twelve or thirteen. So to translate that into human years, you're looking at probably like 80. <laughs> He's very, very old. They don't live long, do they? No. It's bread for my grandbabies. That would buy a lot of bread. Yes, yes, much bread. Shiny. Mm, yeah, we like bread too, so give it back and maybe we'll give you some coins to spare. You're in the fifth skilled old timer? Uh, in my youth, son, in my youth. He holds the... My youth, you never would have seen it. Nope, never, 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 never. I, if I were a man of two years younger, I'd tell you what for, but uh, clearly I'm in no shape. He holds the <laughs> coins up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, wait, let me see what, what kind of money I still have. <laughs> That's a good idea. Don't, don't. Do you still have? Huh? You still I... have your purse? <laughs> yeah, she's still. Yeah, I don't mind being stolen. And I checked when yeah. you ran after the. And it looks in the purse is there. The coin? Here you go. Sorry. Don't tell Anna the guild. Anna is going to give him a gold coin. What am I going to do with this? Buy bread. Don't need much bread around here. Get a crust, maybe. Starts. Well, maybe yeah. useful, and maybe we'll give you some more coins. He's, How well do you know the city? He stops. Oh, I know the city very well. I useful. Oh, yes, yes. No. 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 Oh well, I'm not there. <laughs> I'll earn. I'll earn coin. I earn coin at work. I guide. I I was thieves guild many years. Six years I was in the thieves guild. A very oh, long time. I know every in and out of this. We're going to die. Why? Because <laughs> you just hired an incompetent native guide. <laughs> Uh, he, he says, go to, go to the Caribbean sometime. <laughs> someplace like Grenada and step off the boat and just watch what happens. <laughs> he says, uh, so where, where, where are you staying? Where, where are you, you, you're new here. You got bags. Let me carry your bags. I promise I won't run. 
It's fine. Our bags are bigger than you. No, it's a, a strong back. Mm. It's fine. <laughs> we'll carry it. The monster they don't want to pick up what's left of you from the floor after this crush you. That's just too, too much work. You should have some respect for your elders. <laughs> I'm a it's man cute. of 13 years. <laughs> it's cute that you think you're older than me, but okay. He starts walking. So where are you staying? I know we'll just turn and Arch and I wrote Chris Omar asking if they should actually read their things. Like hoping, hoping Chris Omar catches on. <laughs> oh, poor, poor us. Poor Chris Omar. <laughs> That's probably too much information. Well, can't very well guide you somewhere if I don't know where we're going. Well, we don't need you to guide us to where we're staying. It's fine. Let's just... What we do need, though, is information about the Kenneth now. Yes. Oh, can't you say Ways in, ways out. Mm. Do you think Reliable ways. Yeah. Do you think your friends in the Thieves Guild are going to help you with that? Yeah, preferably put us in contact with someone from Thieves Guild. Oh, God. I mean, I got, I got retired out, but I've got, I've got people I know I could speak with. If I want, if you wanted to parlay with the guild, I would need to know where to have them meet you. <sighs> Do we know of any other pub that's not ours at this point? Uh, not offhand, no. <laughs> Oh, Travis, we... if you don't end up just completely fucking us over, dude, <laughs> I will lose every scrap of DM club I've had for you. I, I often find with this party, it's a matter of p- picking which dick to fuck you with is the problem. Oh, my Because <laughs> there's about 19 different ways. 19 different things that we've just voluntarily and with open eyes gone into. <laughs> that is just begging for jiggery fuckery. It'll all come together. It'll you all come said, together. You said we were going to die if we go parlay with the chicken, then we did it. It's true. It's true. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying Travis is not going to screw us over, but it will not be in an obvious way. He's he's a so, lot more kind than I I would be. I am I am a, a kind and generous guy. There, um, there would be so many character sheets torn up and <laughs> if y'all were at my table by now. Demon. No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm it's it's all about that sense of security. You you'll never see it coming. Um, oh, I also yeah, so, just just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean you're not out to fucking get me. <laughs> So yeah, um, you can make. You know what? Why don't uh, Kresmar and Anu both make a history check? How does that sound? History check. I'm yeah. not half terrible at that. Fifteen. Now let's see. You might know. Twenty-one. Okay. Um, you know of a couple of inns in the area, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly Anu, you have a a cousin that used to talk <laughs> about coming here um, and 
that they would uh, they would gamble and drink at a place called the Rusty Nail. Okay. It's a ways away from where you're at right now. It's probably oh 10, 15 blocks away um, from where you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sort of to the southeast of you. Um, and it's just far enough from the marketplace to be quiet enough that the guards don't usually pay too much attention to what's going on down there. As long as uh, nobody gets killed in a brawl, they don't generally uh, stick their head in the door. Um, oh, okay. So it's... So I could technically arrange to meet him and whatever contact he brings at that in tavern, yeah. whatever, oh, for the next day. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... I guess, can I, like, um, pull Cressamar aside and tell him of my plan, or...? Yeah, that's fine. You can tell him, you know, excuse us a moment, and he'll just kind of stand there. I mean, you paid him. He's standing there staring around. You see him sort of look at somebody's purse for a second, but then he sees you looking at him, and he looks back at you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, It's pretty noisy here, so you're fairly certain you don't have to drag Cressamar off too far to be able to have a a Mm -hmm. private whisper talk. Okay. So... Anu would just like lean closer and say, look, this guy might actually know someone who's competent, although he doesn't look like he is, but I'm not comfortable telling him where we are. So there's this place called the Rusty Nail. Um, We could meet with them there tomorrow, arrange a meeting. And that way, if we pay attention and nobody follows us, we're sort of safe as safe as you can be in these parts of the world. I got no argument for that. Okay, that's what we're going to do then. Just arrange the meeting in daylight. Oh, of course. You know, when there's people around. Yeah, that's kind of far from where we are, so I wouldn't like to walk there in the dark. We have a bad track record with dark or underground places. People seem to attack us. And in the air and so. on the surface. <laughs> <laughs> we have a bad track record with going places. <laughs> and by thieves nice kill people when you make yourself out as a bunch of naive rubes. <laughs> All right. So you're going to walk back over to him then? Yeah, we're going to walk over to him and tell him of our plans. Um, Meet him the next day, around lunch. He says, oh, noontime at the Rusty Nail. I, I could do that. I will bring my contacts in the Thieves' Guild. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your generosity. My, my children will have bread. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow. Would, would Anu have, like family connections here, would he have anyone he could contact, just get references and background checks and that sort of thing? The only references that you have here is your cousin that, or no, it's not your cousin. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's some Syrian nobility here. 
because I mean, like, if they're looking for a cure here and they don't generally trust Anu, I, I'm assuming they've tried someone else before and they might still be around, or their network at least. Uh, you can certainly look into it, yes. Um, there is a... Let's see real quick. Give me one second to check my notes here. Sure. <laughs> Thank you for kill it for uh, covering the dead air for me, Bob. Still trying to work out that ballad. <laughs> Do you think you can go back to the the song of this uh, of this episode? I hear you need somebody to love. <laughs> to love somebody I hear you're looking for someone to love cause you need to get back in the arms of a good friend <laughs> and I need to be back in the arms of a girlfriend <laughs> I know nobody Okay. So, Baden, you have you have a cousin named No, you good. You have a cousin named Baden. Um okay. who is uh who is uh last you knew living here. Uh, Baden's okay. kind of a black sheep. Ha, huh, like me. Sort of. Um, Was I smart enough to be nice to the other black sheep? Yeah, you don't. You've you've not really had much direct contact with Baden. Mm -hmm. Um. Maybe once or twice at an official function when you were pretty young. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's got a reputation for being um, loose and foolish with the family's fortune. Oh. Particularly in uh, houses of ill repute and gam gambling halls. So he's not uh, what one might call a big contributor to the family, but... He probably knows some awful people. Like, that's, that's probably a fair assumption. <laughs> yeah, also, he should rally behind the family, seeing how this curse could affect him. Sure, yeah. I mean, for selfish reasons, not because he cares about the family. Right. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, you can try to uh, make contact with him. You're not sure where he stays. Mm. But I mean, I could. Maybe we could ask at our own tavern, see if anybody knows. I mean, if there's royalty staying in town, I'm assuming word might reach everyone. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's. Through the grape grapevines? That's one way you could do it, yeah, for sure. 
Um, yeah, you can certainly head up, head up to the pub and start asking. Mm. Well, once we made it, make it there. Because we don't have flying uh, loads. Right. You guys uh, <laughs> make the rest way there without incident. Um, as wow. As soon as, I'm surprised. I'm rolling. They behave. As soon as you uh, walk in, you see Gurius is on the stage uh, giving a performance. Um, probably playing the song that uh, that Bob was just playing for us. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for filling the dead air. Um, yeah, because Matthew Sweet ports so well into Storm Reef. Yeah, absolutely. Um, give me a performance check. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's 28. Right on. Um, so he's amassed some um, groupies. He's, uh, there, there are three or four lusty wenches sort of at the edges of the, of the stage as he's playing. And a couple of the paladins seem to be looking at him longingly from their tables. Um, Easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's performing quite well. Uh, you can see the, the, um, the barkeep is sort of like washing a shot glass, like in time with the music. <laughs> like, kind of. Um, Grace definitely has, is holding the attention of, of most of the bar. Uh, rightfully so. Um, it's a very, very s strong performance. Um, 225 years and my life is still <laughs> trying to get that great big long home. Sorry. No, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, half yeah. Um, So it, obviously Anu knows well enough Kresmar as well that this probably means that you're going to get free room and board tonight. Um, so what would you winter, like to, winter chicken dinner. What would you like to do when you enter? Also, you do notice uh, there is one gentleman sitting near the hearth that is doesn't seem to be enthralled by the performance at all and looks a little bit sour of mood. He's a very broad-shouldered human with black hair, bright red shirt on. Sort of. He'll die soon anyway. Sort of being gr grumpy. Really? Do I, I notice this from the stage? Mm hmm. Huh. You all notice it. Yeah, well. uh, you also see there's sort of like a halfling hanger on uh, sitting next to him that it looks like he's trying to maybe um, calm the guy's mood. I suppose. So what would you guys like to do now that you walked in? Well... I wonder if there's anything musically I can do. <clears throat> I suppose... Uh, it, I can't get a read off this guy as to why. I mean, is he reacting to the music in any way? Make an insight check. Oh, this is not so good. Insight is not so good. Ah, all right. I rolled well, at least. Uh, 19 total. You're pretty sure he's pissed off at you. You're, you're fairly certain. By the way, he's looking from you to the wenches to you to the wenches. This guy's probably used to... Ah, uh, uh, I've horned in on his gig. Right. <laughs> he's... 
probably used to the attention that you are now commanding. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, we can start a rap battle. No, no, we can't. Because um, there's no way I'm ad libbing that shit. Uh, yeah. He, well, he just seems surly, and you can also tell with the 19 that the, this little halfling guy that's trying to calm him down clearly um, has the hots for this dude, but this dude clearly doesn't know or care. Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Is, is he like is like he's super handsome stuff? Oh yeah, like he's maybe, he's like maybe Arnold, jaw, maybe Arnold distract him. Jaw to or, here and you okay. know. Oh, jeez, Louise. Well, you know. I mean, could Arnold distract him so that he doesn't kill our bard? If it comes down to it, yes. Um, okay. So far, well, if it comes down to it, you could try. I guess I should say. Um, I got a hell of a lot faster scared than he can mad. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a run from the police, son. <laughs> and that's and that's all you need is to be able to out, to outrun uh, Cressmar. Really, is all you need. Um... <laughs> Would you stop dropping eggs? <laughs> One day he's just going to explode and be like. Bleh. <laughs> Yeah. It won't be from anything you do, Mr. DM. It'll be like PvP in some oblique way. <laughs> Accidental PvP. It's happened. Yeah, um, exactly. Standing too close to the hero when he goes Nova. <laughs> uh, so, to that end, are you guys, uh, what are you, what, what's Chris Maranani doing? I'm good. Right, they pour you Anna is going to, whatever you are. Anna is going to follow uh, Chris Amar to the bar and try to talk to the barkeep, see if he can locate his wayward um, cousin. And Baden? Um, so what, what would what would Anna like to say to the barkeep specifically? Oh. Well, good day to you, Mr. Barkeep. He leans in, slides Cressmar's ale, and says, yeah, "What can I? What can I get for you, sir?" Well, an ale would be great to start with, and um, he might pours it with one hand and sets it up. And um, I'm supposed to meet a cousin of mine here, and I have no idea where he is because um, he arrived before me. Is there any way I can locate the fellow nobleman? Well, I mean, in there's nobles all over the city. Is, you got a name you're looking for? Yes, his name is Bowden. He uh, looks very disturbed. Um, well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that, sir. I know nobody would, but unfortunately, he's the only one of my family here. Um, he's, uh, no, I don't like speaking ill of people, but he, rumor has Feel it he's, free. rumor has it he's quite ill. Oh. Damn it. Well, then I have to get to his story, yes, I suppose. Uh, probably want to talk to, uh. I uh, probably want to head down to one of the temples of the Sovereign Host. 
I think they've been treating him. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure thing. I was already making plans to take to send the Gorius in his place because <laughs> he's not going to get that. That uh, it is before they have the cure. Yeah, you'll you'll find uh, the temple on the northwest district. Okay. Thank you. You've been most kind. That's what I do. You pours another ale for another customer and starts walking around getting drinks for folk. Northwest, you said? Mm hmm Northwest quarter at the Sovereign Host mm -hmm. uh, temple. I just didn't know which one. Okay. So. I'm just going to sit there and sip his ale. All right. You finish your... He'll, uh, he'll have to wait for um, Gorius to stop hogging the stage before he can do anything else. Hogging the stage? <laughs> Not that I mind. The stage was open, man. It's just, you know. I you don't can't, mind. You can't show an know. empty stage to a bard and then, you know. Obviously. I mean, we're thankful for the Ruben board. That has not yet been arranged, so keep running your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do wrap up your performance. Um, Thank least... you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I'll be here all couple of days. Good night. <laughs> and you, uh, you roll in and um, you walk up and. Ladies, please, ladies. I'll be here for a while. <laughs> you get there. You know they they sort of giggle and, and watch you and and. Uh, one of them. How you doing? One of them slides you a kerchief. Can I notice the other upset guy at this point, or are we completely oblivious? Uh, I yeah. just don't care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go ahead and make an insight check for me, real quick. One second. This is going to be bad, as always. She's gonna stab me in the back. It doesn't matter. Six. Yeah. Nice. I don't... <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, uh, you don't uh, you don't notice or care, really. Okay. <laughs> so. I mean, right. he kind of cares. I mean, he got used to Gorius. He wouldn't want another bard. I'm gonna go up to the bartender. All right, Squire. So you got a packed house here tonight. Sold a lot of drinks, have you? Sold a few. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Um, See any way clear to uh, a room for the night, would you? In exchange? Happily. These Lovely. Two, these two with you? He tosses you a key. Yeah, I reckon I can stay. Tosses them keys as well. <laughs> right, Gurdjieff's out of can at your service. Can we to play tomorrow night as well? Oh, if you could, that'd be great. Our, uh, our regular bard... Um, was eaten by Knowles, actually. Uh, so, well, he went on some damn fool adventure out into the uh, out into the wastes. Um, got hired. Somebody was trying to look for components for a poultice or something. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it didn't go well for them. Um, for what now? Components for a poultice. Yeah, some uh, some. The same job we're fucking doing. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the, the other adventurers that hired him brought back 
enough for a ceremonial burial, I suppose. Um, Ooh, so yeah, we're never good. We're down a bard. We've got we've got a, a touring group coming in like next week. But if but you're welcome to fill the stage in the in the meantime. All right. Who's, who's the Southwest chap over there? Oh, that's because uh... if looks could kill, <laughs> I'd have left in a bag. Yeah, that's um, he's a local douchebag. Um, ah, he's got a name, something that's uh, Gare Gill Gill Gill. Yeah, Gill. Yeah. Always hanging around here. Knows, Gil, a local douchebag. Perfect. Always hanging around here, trying to make off with the with the waitresses and the and the single ladies uh, that come in. Oh yeah, all the single ladies. Well, if you like it, you better put a ring on it. And that's what I always say. Let's see. That's two Beyonce references in one sentence. Huh? It's impressive. Yeah, skills <laughs> here. He says no. This yeah, um, this guy's always hanging around. He's he thinks he's. I don't know, the toughest and meanest and, uh, you know, most manliest man in town. Um, but he ain't. Most of the, mm -hmm. most of the ladies around here kind of think he's a joke. But he gets a little, gets a little surly sometimes when uh, somebody else is getting attention. Getting another inspiration for some more lyrics about bad, bad Gilroy Red. No. Gilroy, Leroy Brown? No. Anyway, it'll come to me. So, uh, right, thanks for the room, chap. Yeah, you can put, you. put the sign up outside, Gurrius Arakan, all the way from Sean, for your listening pleasure. How's that spelled? He holds Gurious. out a he holds out a stone. Uh, G U R I U S A R A C A N. He uh... oh, Arakan. Arakan. That's cute. I like it. Um, oh, yeah. He throws the he throws the stone up in the air, and you see wings fall like fold out of its back, and it flies to the front, and like sky writes a sign basically outside the door. This glowing light appears and is just showing it. The stone flies back in his hand. Yeah, pick this up from the Kenneth. Sure, they do good work, don't they? Amazing stuff. They also tried to sell me a dishwasher, but I told them I got two perfectly good hands. I was going to say, it's all cobbled around somewhere looking for a job. Well, and I need to do something with my hands when I'm not pouring drinks. Because otherwise, they just start killing people. I'm, I'm kidding. Kidding. Old adventurer Inside? humor. Sorry. Inside? <laughs> yeah, go ahead and roll. <laughs> go ahead. This is very important. Go ahead and check. Oh. Yeah, I, I was... <laughs> Ten. Nice. You're pretty sure he's kidding. Did you uh, want, pretty sure. Did you guys want to make inside checks as well? Yeah, I, I would like to. I just want another drink. Uh, he pours another drink. Oh. One handed. Wait. I should never make inside checks. Yeah, what'd you get? One. Uh, you're, you think he's serious as hell. Oh, fantastic! You're concerned that this you're concerned this man might be cursed. <laughs> Our innkeeper's a murderous boy. <laughs> um, oh, oh, he, he pours you all a drink and walks down to the other side of the bar to start serving. Uh, and 
it's noon C CST already, so um, I still haven't quite, still haven't quite caught up with the time change. Um, so that's where we're going to wrap up. You guys are safe. There's no real cliffhanger. You're hanging out in the in the bar, um, and it, it would appear. Are we leveling up? Yes. I met my girl. <sighs> oh well. Um, yes, you should be to level seven at the end of oh, awesome. tonight. So. Fantastic. Um, and you'll need it for next week, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> Great. So today, oh, thank so, you. So thank you for reading it for me. <laughs> so today was yeah. the, a bit of the calm before the storm. Next week will be the clockwork clusterfuck part two. <laughs> um, With more, TikTok, more cluster TikTok. less fucking. <laughs> yeah, more cluster yeah. less fucking, exactly. But hey, you know, sometimes you got to stop and, and uh, you know, relieve some tension. Um, so, uh, poor Cressamar. I feel bad for poor Cressamar. Maybe eventually he'll get his end away. Yeah, he had well, the encounter with the dragon lady. That, that's my oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he's, he did. He may have some dirty dragon loving in the future. Um, so, on, on that note, uh, real quick, I just want to make the circle and see uh, what all folks might have to uh, promote, talk about, discuss, uh, tell the universe about before we wrap up. Uh, we'll start with you, Lena. You got anything uh, new dropping? Um, not yet. Okay. Probably with my luck, it will be dropping while we're on break. Because why not? Uh, <laughs> the author to readathon is fast approaching, though, so you should definitely check that, check that out and see if you want to win. It's a week-long effort to read as many books as we can. And that starts and when? That starts on March 24th and ends on March 30th. And um, all challenges are named by other author tubers. So Sarah, your lovely wife, is one of the people supporting this readathon. And um, yeah, that's, that's about it. Otherwise, there are, there's a bunch of author-related live streams happening this weekend. Sarah's tonight, mine tomorrow. And then there will be a new one with uh, my friend Nikki J. Marcus on Sunday, where we talk uh, about genres in general. Sweet. So it will be a monthly gig. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. Looking forward to checking it out. Mike, you got anything uh, new you want to tell the world about today? Uh, not currently. Excellent. Okay. Can't wait till you do. I know you got another one in the, in the works, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, good. More stuff in the pipe. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. Bob, I know we talked a little bit about the... Uh, um, about uh, Bargax Battleware before the show. Uh, or at the top yep, of the show. There's, there's that that just dropped this morning. Uh, a couple of days ago, or was it last? No, it was last week. I put up the uh, 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 Cutting Mockeries. Yes. A uh, list of 101 insults you can use if you're playing a bard and you want to use cutting words or vicious mockery. So you can either roll. It's a free product on the guild. It, again, you can search on RP Davis and find it or just search Cutting Mockeries. And it's absolutely free. It's, you, you know, it's almost, it's been downloaded all damn near 3,000 times in one week. Whoa. Well, you were like the featured free product of the week, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. that, can't, that, that can't have sucked. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm chuffed a bit. So people are telling me, oh, yeah, someone at my table uh, asked if I could use this. And I said, sure. Uh, so, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, but that's out there. That's absolutely free. 
Bargrax Battleware just hit this morning. That's magic armor and weapons and ammunition. That's 95 cents for 10 pages of awesome magic itemy goodness. And other than that, got some bunch of stuff in the pipe. Um, there's some there's something really special coming up that Travis knows I, about. I, I He's know involved with it, too. it better be announced before the goddamn break. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there's I a know. huge project that Bob and I've been working on that uh, when when as soon as we can talk about it, we won't shut up about it. I promise. Oh um, God, no! We're just, you're going to have to physically restrain. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. Um, as, yeah, he can command us to shut up. He might need to. Um, <laughs> yeah, because right now all I've got is uh, the Steve Miller bad. You have dragon love. It's driving me mad. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, anyhow, sorry. No, that's yeah, all I got. Good. Um, I there's a couple things I need to talk about just real quick. Um, one is there's a Dragon Adventures compilation uh, that MT Black is putting together that I Dungeon, I think you'll find. Dungeon Adventures compilation. Yeah. Just the old magazine. I should get the I should get the name of that right because I was just named the associate editor. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably. Sorry, MT. Yeah, see how that goes. Uh, so we, we have a. I'll have an email in the description. We're looking for um, adventures on the guild, particularly things that uh, maybe have been overlooked uh, that are of quality. So if you're a creator on the you guild and you have, you want. <laughs> send send them all because we're, we're doing we're doing the one now, and if it does well, we'll be doing uh, more of these in the future. Um, but we really do want to focus on stuff that hasn't gotten a medal yet, stuff that maybe came out bad time whatever yada, yada yada whatever the reason maybe it's a new creator that didn't quite know how to promote um we want to look for the the diamonds in the rough the lost gems the stuff that uh people might not otherwise see and then use mt's visibility to um get that in the hands of of more players um so i think it's a really awesome project i'm super honored to be involved even though i couldn't remember the name um and uh yeah i think it's going to be a really good time. Um, so I will have yeah. the I'll have the email address for that in the description here. It's um, a fabulous idea. I think it's just great. It's really cool. It's super cool, and it's it's cool to see somebody that with that much pull um, send the elevator back down a little bit. Um, yeah. So and I'm just I'm lucky to be part of it. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is if you are in the Rockford, Illinois area, um, I am starting. On the 28th of March, because I don't know how to actually take breaks, um, I am starting a bi-weekly campaign that will be run at the Top Cut Comics in South Rockford. Uh, it will be Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition and will be in Critical Role's Taldore uh, setting. So that should be fun. We're gonna, uh, I've got some ideas that I think will appeal to those uh, critters in, in, out there, um, but will still be... Uh, a new and unique experience and we're, you know I certainly don't want to try to uh, go in there and ape Matt Mercer because that'd be dumb um, <laughs> so it'll be he's, he's much taller than you a little bit yeah and and yeah. svelter I think if you grabbed the top of my head and stretched me out to Matt Mercer's height I might be a little <laughs> bit more <laughs> 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 
or alternatively, just put bricks on his head until he crunches down to to my width, whichever one works. Um, but yeah, so it should be. I, I want to have enough stuff that people who are fans of the show will enjoy themselves. People who've never watched the show also enjoy themselves and have it be a fun, unique cool time we do have a couple of signups open for that still so if you are in the rockford illinois area and you're interested head over to top cut comics south rockford and sign up the games will be starting on the 28th at 6 p.m and we'll be running bi-weekly um i have another thing that i'm going to be announcing officially on my patreon very soon that will be happening on the opposing weeks um that i'm really excited about and i'll just tell you that it involves the underdark so uh, yeah good times good stuff um, so I know uh, Bob's got running to do. I should probably go do some work and whatnot. Um, but thank you all for watching, whether you're watching live or watching in the archives. Uh, please subscribe, uh, like, follow, all that jazz. Share it on your social media. If you're if you're an Amazon if you're an Amazon Prime user, you get a free sub a month on Twitch. We're telling you this every episode because. People don't seem to know it, so want to make sure to get the word out. Uh, I would love to be your free sub. You know, it costs you nothing and it helps me make the show. We're looking at some new software to help with some of the tech glitches, and those subs help. Support on Patreon helps, all that jazz. So, um, buying our stuff at the DMs Guild helps. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. We will see you next week for the season finale. Dun 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 dun. dun. Everybody have a, I'm, uh, just, I'm just going to use this week to pray that Anu is still alive at the end of this game. Pray to every god. Everybody, send your thoughts and prayers uh, to Alina. <laughs> no, uh, thank on, you. On, on behalf of on behalf of Anu, and we'll see you guys next week. Send them to Anu, not for me. <laughs> thank you. Bye.